0: I'm back, and have I ever missed you? It's so wonderful to be back behind this mic again. Welcome to Season 4 of the Align and Hustle podcast. For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking by, and welcome back. It's been a minute. Well, actually, it's been a lot more than a minute now that I think of it. The last solo episode I released was early April which was exactly eight months ago. Wow, eight months. So much can happen in less than a year's time and so much has changed since then. You know, when people find out that I have a podcast, they always ask me what it's about. And I always used to say inspiration and transformation. Even though this year has been transformative for me and I've changed, the look of the podcast has changed, the vibe has changed a bit. At the core, the show is still the same to inspire you to create your best life. So many times over these eight months, I wanted to jump on and share what was happening. I wanted to share what I was going through, (sighs) but I didn't want to say anything until I was on the other side of it. I didn't feel like I could share because, to be honest, you listen to the show for inspiration. You listen to the show for motivation. I'm always the cheerleader. I'm always the optimist. And to be honest, no one wants a Debbie Downer. And I really didn't feel comfortable not being the light and sharing when I was walking through the dark because seriously, who really would listen or want to listen to my struggle for those of you who are new, welcome. I'm Kathy Spence, personal brand expert. And in my work in brand development, my clients would always ask me what is appropriate to share on social media and on the internet in general. And my answer would always be the same. I would liken the internet to sitting on an airplane. So picture that you are in first class and you are sitting next to a stranger. What would you feel comfortable chatting with them, sharing with them? Because technically they're a stranger. What about your life would you be comfortable sharing with them? You want to be friendly, you want to be approachable, but you don't want to empty all the skeletons in your closet. So that was always my rule. Share on social what you are comfortable sharing to a complete stranger on a plane. That was my rule. Today I'm breaking my own rule. (laughs) I realized if I was going to continue to hide, to cocoon myself away, because this is what I call this year my cocoon year, I would have wasted the last year of my life. And if I just accepted that I'm still healing and that I have things to share about what I've gone through and what I've learned, it may help others. So, what I needed to do was show up. And here I am. I set an intention for this new season. The first intention is for you, my dear listener. I want you to feel seen and heard. I want this podcast to be a place to give you what you need when you need it. I want you to leave a little bit lighter after you listened than before you came. But most of all, to create a life that lights you up by giving you inspiration and strategies to make the most of this crazy, beautiful life. And the second intention is for me. This is a big one. To show up, even when it's hard, even when it's not perfect, but to show up in my full power, real, raw, and honest, even if it scares me. And to be honest, this is scaring the shit out of me. I'm sorry if you have kids in the room. This clean deodorant that I have on obviously does not work for stress sweat. So I am soaked and (laughs) let's just do this thing before I lose my nerve. Have you seen that meme that's circulating on IG? I think it goes something like 2021 changed me, 2022 broke me, 2023 opened my eyes, and in 2024 I'm coming back. Well, that is my last five years in a nutshell. Let me bring you up to speed to where I've been. Basically, I've been in build mode, growing my business for the last six years. It started as a photography studio, evolved into a commercial studio, which evolved into a branding and media company. When I made that pivot in 2020, my business grew at an accelerated rate. I was at the top of my game. I was traveling, speaking on stages, networking with the most amazing humans, starting a podcast. And I felt and looked the best that I've ever felt in my life. I am not kidding. Everything was humming along. I was walking towards everything I've ever dreamed of. And I really, I really felt on top of the world. I was making plans. I had a milestone birthday coming up. I was getting ready for new chapters, new beginnings, new opportunities. Like, I can't complain. I was feeling fabulous. Now, if I'm going to be honest, looking back, there were a few blips and a few taps from the universe. That I ignored because I was too busy. I had stuff to do. Like I was in the zone. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about the Cosmic 2x4. And if you are new, just a quick rundown. Uh, the Cosmic 2x4, I honestly believe that when you are out of alignment, the universe will give you a little tap to you know, make you take a moment, pause, maybe redirect, maybe rethink the way that you're going. And if you listen and you make a move, things are great. And if you choose to ignore the taps from the universe, eventually the cosmic two by four will come and pull the rug out from under you. And I've spoken about this before. It's happened a couple times in my life. And you would have think you would have thought that I would have learned my lesson by now, but um, no, hindsight is twenty twenty, And as I look back, there were some taps, but I was ignoring them. So about two years ago, I started to feel tired, but you know, it made sense. I'm running a business. I'm growing a business. I have two teenagers at home and everything that comes with that. I've been traveling. So maybe this tired was normal. Maybe my iron was low. Maybe I needed to dial in my nutrition. So like not a big deal. So I went to the doctor. She confirmed that my iron was low, told me to keep taking my supplements, you know, stay on those supplements and everything else looked fine. So off I went. Then I noticed that my hair texture had changed. Now I read about this happening with hormonal shifts in perimenopause. So again, ignored it. Tap, tap, tap. I dive deep into this part of the story in episodes 71 and 72, a two-part series called What the F is Happening to My Hair? If you haven't listened to these episodes, please go back. They are very informative. If you're struggling with hair loss, hair shedding, um, there is so much in these in this two-part series and uh, part three coming soon. Please go back and listen because I am not touching on this subject in this episode. So go back, take a listen. Okay, so noticing that my hair texture is changing, ignoring it, tap, tap, tap. And then one day I was working from home and my husband came home to find me face planted out cold on my desk. So now I start to listen. Something was not right. At this point, I also started to crave ice. Now, for those of you who have low iron, you will know that chewing ice is kind of like a thing, right? (laughs) You always order a glass of water with ice at a restaurant. My friend Kim, who is a dentist, always is so upset with me when we go out for dinner because I'm always chomping on the ice. But this was ridiculous. Like This was um, pica. I don't know if you know what that is, but it is... A craving for non-nutritional foods. Um, it's actually like a, a syndrome or whatever. But it happens when you are nutritionally deficient. And it was so bad that I had my husband go to the grocery store every night and buy three bags of those party ice bags. And I was they were gone within a day. So I was going through like three bags of those party bags every day. Like, again, something is not quite right. And then I started to get tired, like really, 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 really tired. (laughs) I'm known for my energy and I could barely get out of bed in the morning. The thing that started to scare me though was when I was dozing off at stoplights and the brain fog that I was getting, it was like, it was ridiculous. I, could not put a sentence together. Like I was losing my words. I was literally dragging myself around. So back to the doctor I go, my iron is still low, but everything else seems fine. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but I was the furthest from fine. I know what fine feels like. This is not fine. And it is so frustrating when you go for help because you need help understanding what's going on inside your body And when all of your tests come back as, quote, normal, um, what is normal, by the way? We will dive into this later in future episodes, but I digress. So anyway, everything came back as normal, just my iron. So we exchanged a few words, and I was given a stronger prescription for iron and told to continue as I was going, and off I went. And then I just crashed. One morning, I woke up and I was underwater. Like it literally felt like I was underwater. My legs felt encased in cement. People would talk to me, and it's like you know those movies when they film someone diving into a pool, and it's all that gurgling. That's what it sounded like. I it was almost like wah 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 wah. I could not understand what people were saying to me, and I couldn't move. I literally had to roll myself out of bed and pull or crawl. To the bathroom. I couldn't work, obviously. I slept most of the days. And when I was awake, I was crawling and pulling myself around on the floor. Like literally, I was a horror movie. <laughs> I can see this scene. Like you can see it. Like I was like walk the the zombies and walking dead, just pulling myself along the ground. My skin was looking gray. More than half of my hair was gone. I had bald patches. And then the scariest part. I couldn't breathe. So fast forward two trips to the emergency room, several blood and iron infusions later, I was back on my feet. Actually, I was upright. So yes, I was on my feet, I was upright, but I was still foggy, I was still tired, and I was still losing my breath. So it seems like my iron was so low, my heart needed to pump extra hard to get oxygen to the rest of my body the rest of my organs and the doctor said that I should be fine if I just allow myself to rest and allow the iron to store I should be back on I should be back to normal but something inside me again said this is not right there's something else going on here and over the next 6 months I saw a slew of doctors. I had a slew of tests. But it was very fragmented. I would see a cardiologist for my heart. I would see a hematologist for my blood. I would see a gastroenterologist for my gut and intestines. You get the picture. Um, And I actually had to go and see a naturopath to get my hormones checked because none of them thought it was my hormones. My hormones were normal. So... The frustrating part about this is that no one was looking at me as a whole. They were all just looking at this one spot, this one specialty. No one was asking me about my nutrition, what I ate. No one was asking me about my stress, my environment. Um, No one was asking me how I was feeling. And I really felt Like, no one heard me, and none of these doctors saw me, and no one was listening to me. And to be honest, that was the most frustrating part, Um, to be going through the most challenging time in my life and to feel so alone, and to feel like no one was on my side and no one was seeing me, or no one really cared to help me. So... I had to take it upon myself. What does a type A person do when they are told to rest? They read. (laughs) I was already enrolled in an integrative health and nutrition course. So I called them up and changed my enrollment to the accelerated course and I dove in. I realized I was on my own and I needed to find the answers. I gave myself permission to take time and space to figure this out. So I started to pull all the pieces together to try and heal myself, but I still needed the doctors because I needed the lab reports. And again, I can't stress enough how alone I felt. I'll give you an example. I went to one hematologist office and the intern that was r- responsible for like the intake. So when you go to a specialist, they usually send in an intern to take a brief health history. And then they go back to the doctor, then the Kind of bring the doctor up to speed. The doctor comes in because he only has five minutes and they go from there. This one intern or resident, she was young. She was maybe late 20s, early 30s. She was pregnant, probably with her first baby. She was doing my health history. And after I told her what was happening, I said, I've had low iron before, but I've never felt like this before. And she looked at me with her nice smile and said, well, you've never been 50 before. It took everything. I'm not, it took everything for me not to explode. I like my cheeks still hurt from how hard I was biting the inside of my mouth. (laughs) And that was months ago. But um, in my mind, I was like, are you effing kidding me? So my body at 1201 on my 50th birthday said that's it you're done for the rest of your life all you have to look forward to is difficulty breathing and crawling around your house <laughs> i don't think so this whole experience has led to so many conversations around midlife and women's health and how we are dismissed or treated as if after a certain age we are expired or irrelevant this is why i am on a mission to rebrand midlife Midlife has never been more influential and relevant. We are strong. We are wise. We are beautiful. We have so much wisdom and life experience. This is not your mother's midlife. Have you seen Demi Moore? Like, honestly, have you seen Demi Moore? Do you know that she is the same age now as Estelle Getty, who plays Sophia on The Golden Girls, was at the season opener of that show? I'm not kidding. (laughs) Like, for real. My point is the best of our lives is still in front of us and we have the tools and the knowledge at our disposal to make the rest the best. So why do I say the mess and the magic of midlife? Because let's be honest, between 35 and 55, there is a shit ton that goes on in those years. You may be raising young children, you may be raising teenagers, those teenagers may be leaving the house. You may be lucky enough to have aging parents and but now have to deal with everything that comes along with that. You could be starting over in your relationship. You could be ending a relationship. You could be starting over and reinventing yourself in your career. There are so many things that could be happening, and I don't even want to go down the perimenopause and menopause train because that is a whole storm of emotions and changes in itself. So yes, midlife can be messy, but midlife can also be magical. It can be a time to give to yourself. It can be a time to step into your own, where you take all of that amazing natural beautiful gift of nurturing and start nurturing yourself and I think that's what got me through these last eight months they've been the most challenging of my life but I gave myself permission to slow down to reconnect to myself to really take care of myself for the first time in my entire life And I don't just mean my health, my wellness, but my mind and my emotions. And this year has taught me that so many women need support to navigate this phase of life. There's so much information out there. It can be overwhelming. So this season, we will be diving into it all. For me, health and wellness is what matters most at this phase. And trust me, I've read a ton of books. I will be bringing on the best experts with the latest info. I cannot wait to share this season with you. I want this podcast to be your permission slip to start nurturing yourself. We are all in this together. I want you to explore who you are, become more of who you are so that you can live your best midlife. And what does that mean? What is your best midlife? It could be huge. It could be a huge life change and it could mean starting over. It could be finally feeling good in your own skin, because if you're like me, standing next to a 16-year-old perfect no-wrinkle daughter in the mirror in the bathroom (laughs) is a bit of a gut punch, but I'm dealing with it. (laughs) Or it could be something little, like rocking a great outfit when you're out with your girls. We are all unique individual beings. This is not a one-size-fits-all show. Your best midlife is what is aligned with you. So let's talk about all of it. Let's redefine this next chapter and let's walk into it boldly. Because beauty, if you feel anything like me, I'm ready. And I'm just getting started. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review so the show can grow and reach whoever needs to hear it. Please share with your friends because we all need a place where we can talk, where we can talk openly without judgment, without competition. Thank you for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Take care.